When I was a kid, I remember the price of all of my favorite snacks had risen. Penny candy had gone up to two cents, as were the strawberry cookies. A bag of chips climbed from 25 cents to 35 cents, and the jumbo popsicles were putting me on the verge of debt. As you can imagine, I was distraught. I had to make some huge budget cuts. I learned how to make a list of things of all the things I wanted and calculated how much it would cost before I went to the store. That was my first lesson on inflation. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bill Young Grow Wealthy Podcast. My name is Lita Shree. Today I want to talk about how inflation is hurting your pockets. Without further ado, let's get into this. Inflation is the increase of goods and services over time. There are three types of inflation. The first type of inflation is called cost push inflation. This is when businesses cause rise and they pass the cost to consumers. Examples can be an increased cost in raw materials such as copper, metals, and oil. And lately, the increased cost of lumber and gas has driven production prices up. Another example is when employees either strike or demand an increase in minimum wage. Both can slow down production because no one is working during a strike, and companies hire fewer workers if they pay a mandatory wage increase, which also slows down production. People are hesitant to go back to work either because of fear of catching the virus or because they are earning more staying home collecting unemployment, which has caused many businesses to have to increase their prices to keep up with the demand, inflation, and profit. Another driver to cost push inflation is when the economy shut down during the pandemic on top of the Texas snowstorm, which halted production and caused prices to increase. In summary, cost push inflation is driven by supply cost. The second type of inflation is called demand pull effect inflation. More people are buying or demanding a product or service, but there is limited supply. Therefore, businesses have to raise their prices to control the supply. There are five causes of demand pull effect inflation. The first cause is a growing economy. Lately, it may seem as if the economy is growing because people are paying down their debt and have more money to spend because of stimulus checks. Plus, they aren't spending money on student loans, rents, or mortgages. However, all things come to an end, and when the stimulus checks run out and people have to start paying back their debts, we can have a better gauge on if the economy is growing or not. The second cause is increasing export demand. The third cause is government spending. Here is a quote by Senator John Barrasso of Wyoming. The Democrats' tax and spending spree is a multi-trillion dollar freight train to socialism. Their irresponsible spending will drive costs higher. We already see inflation in everything from gas to groceries, end quote. The fourth cause is inflation expectations. On August 11, 2021, the CPI report, or the Consumer Price Index report, was released for July. Wall Street analysts won the inflation prediction because they predicted that it was going to essentially stay the same. However, Bloomberg predicted that prices would be slightly higher as their predictions have been correct for the past four CPI reports. Unfortunately, this time they were wrong because the CPI report came out matching expectations. So to put things into perspective, in June, the CPI, or again, the Consumer Price Index, was 0.9%. But in July, the speculation was that it was going to increase compared to June, but it decreased to 0.5% in the month of July, which means that from the looks of things, it seems as if the economy is starting to move in a better direction. The following experience price increases from June to July. New cars increased by 1.7%. 
Meat and poultry went up 1.5%. Gas, motor oil increased by 2.4%. Crackers and bread, 3.7%. Chicken went up 2.2%. Rent, which a lot of people have speculated has shot to the roof, only went up 0.4%. Hotels and Airbnbs increased by 6%, which means if you are thinking about traveling, consider that the cost to travel is going to be slightly higher than it was even just a month ago. And hair care and personal care services are now up 2.2%. Just know those services have also gone up due to inflation. I will leave a link of the report in the description box so that you can see all the details in the CPR report. The fifth cause is more money in the system. The U.S. government passed three stimulus bills pumping trillions of dollars into the economy. A rule of thumb is that the more money a government prints or digitizes, the less valuable the money in circulation becomes. Now that we know the five causes of demand pool effect inflation, let's talk about that third type of inflation that I wanted to talk to you about. The third type of inflation is called built-in inflation. This is when people demand higher wages to keep up with the cost of living. And when they do that, businesses then have to raise their prices to be able to afford to pay their workers in order to keep up with production. One thing to note is that built-in inflation cannot occur on its own. It will either be paired with cost-pushed inflation or demand pool effect inflation. So depending on how you look at things, inflation has the potential of being both good and bad. Good because higher inflation encourages consumers to spend their money more quickly or risk losing its value over time. Bad because not everything will increase at the same rate. For instance, people notice that the cost of housing, food, and gas is going up, but their wages are staying the same. Inflation hurts savers, and that's why you hear the term savers are losers, because the more money that's printed and goes into circulation, the less valuable the money becomes. However, inflation rewards borrowers because they can buy on credit with much lower interest rates. Media outlets like Forbes calls what's happening in the economy as transitory inflation, which means that it is likely only to last six to nine months, so prices are expected to go back down in the next few months. The question that all investors are on edge about is what the new Delta variant would do to the market if the economy shuts back down and or restrictions are put back into place. At the recording of this podcast, Dallas County has issued a mandatory mask update. California has issued vaccine mandates for all public schools. The federal unemployment runs out next month. And other breaking news is constantly coming out with what could affect the direction of inflation. Whatever happens between now and later, the question you must ask yourself is, is your money hedged against inflation? Let me know in the comments how you're protecting your money and have you noticed the signs of inflation where you live. That's all I have for now. If you're new to the podcast, consider subscribing for more great content. Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, I will talk to you later.